0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. It's ballin'. Internet Superstars Month continues with the lord of Twitter, Chris Brogan. We have live blog reports, the joke of the week is back, and we have a song of the week that's off the chain with Madonna, Pharrell, and Kanye West. So let's podcast.
1: Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz.
2: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening indeed. Thanks to my nephews, Michael and Philip. Nothing like hanging out with a couple 11- and 14-year-olds to find out what's really happening out there in internet marketing. And Michael did a great job off the top on the opening. I'm glad you found me today. We, had a, we have a bunch of great call-ins coming up. And as Michael mentioned, we have a conversation with the one and only Chris Brogan. We'll find out how he got over 60,000 followers on Twitter. We have some great stuff from the TGR team and a smoking hot song at the end of the show to wrap up. What did you guys think of episode 37? We did our first video podcast with a live recording of a presentation I did at the American Marketing Association. And we attached the slides as the video portion of the podcast. Did you even see it? I know an audio player wouldn't have picked up episode 37. So you definitely want to check it out on iTunes or listen at 10goldenrules.com. I'd love to get your feedback. Do you want to see more of these things? Do you want to see more live recordings? I'd be happy to do it if you guys tell me that's what you'd like to hear more of. If you like what you hear on this show and you're a first-timer, you can subscribe for free over at iTunes. Just get the free software at Apple.com. Download iTunes. And if a lot of people don't even know this. You do not need an iPod to listen to iTunes to get free music software and free podcasts. So you can do that at Apple.com. Go to the iTunes store and search for 10 Golden Rules Podcast, and you'll get an update on your iTunes software every time we do a new show, and there's dozens of other great shows uh, out there that you can get for free. If you'd like to join the fun, please call our 24-hour digital answering machine, 206-888-6606. We love to take your calls and questions and comments, and we'll play them on the show, samples coming right up i like to share my upcoming presentation schedule with you so we could meet in person if I'm coming to a city near you. On April 30th, we're going to do a really cool webinar, so you can do it right at your computer. It's going to be free of charge. It's brought to you by our friends at the San Francisco uh, University of San Francisco Internet Marketing Program and our friends over at Bintro.com. Myself and a number of uh, Internet gurus will be talking about what's next in Internet Marketing through a Thought Leaders Forum. So it's a free webinar, What's Next in Internet Marketing. We will have a link to this and all the other events at 10goldenrules.com. I have some other very exciting presentation news. I've been booked to do the keynote presentation in Sydney, Australia, at a conference called Viva9. They're the biggest affiliate network in Sydney, Australia, and that's on May 13th. I will also be on a social media panel at that event with the one and only Lee Hopkins. I'm really looking forward to going down under for that. If you live in Sydney or you're going to be at the Viva 9 show, I'd love to meet up with you. Please email me, j at 10goldenrules.com, and we'll, ha- we'll definitely be setting up uh, some networking events and, and a meetup in Australia. My handy M-Audio micro track will be there, and I promise to bring back some of the latest news from down under. Lastly, I will be in Washington, D.C., May 31 to June 2. I will be doing the keynote for the Specialized Information Publishers Association annual conference. And our friend Shashi Bellamkonda, the social media swami over at Network Solutions, is setting up a networking event in D.C. I think that will be on June 1 or June 2. So let us know if you're in D.C. Well, let's get right into some of the calls from you folks. As I mentioned before, you can call anytime and join in the fun. First up, Jeff Baird.
3: Good morning, Jay. I'm a retired New York City detective, and I want to develop an income from marketing online. Unfortunately, there are so many gurus and mentors that it is almost impossible to determine what is a scam and what is a fraud. Since I am on a fixed income, I have no room to getting burned. Any and all insights would be greatly appreciated appreciate your comments. Thank you very much. Jeff
2: Baird. Hi, Jeff. Thanks so much for the call. I have a couple tips for you and everyone else before you spend your money with uh, the supposed internet gurus. The first place to start is there's a ton of free content that you can digest before you spend any money on a guru. So definitely read and listen and watch the guru's free content before you spend any money. And one thing to differentiate is uh, people like myself, Mitch Joel, Joe Jaffe, um, uh, Christopher Penn, uh, John Wall over at Marketing Over Coffee, we all have another job and another income. And many of us rely on the opportunities that we get from podcasting and blogging and speaking to generate some of our revenue stream. We are a different type of guru from some of the guys who make all their money by selling information products, uh, webinars, and teleseminars. So our approach is going to be to give you everything you can, read my blog, listen to our podcasts, um, download the free white papers from guys like David Meerman Scott, all the folks we've talked about on this podcast. And at that point, once you've digested a lot of the free content, you might want to check out some of the paid stuff out there. Um, I get a ton of information from podcasts. As you know, I absolutely love podcasts. And we're interviewing some of these top experts I'm talking about on this show. So you can definitely get all kinds of information about search, affiliate marketing, conversion. We've talked to everyone from um, James Martell, who's an affiliate guru. Um, We've talked to Craig Newmark, the founder of Craigslist, Avinash Kaushik, who wrote the book called Analytics an Hour a Day. Matt Cutts, Google search engine um, engineer. So really tons of information is available on this show and other shows like it. I love, as I mentioned, to listen to Marketing Over Coffee. For Immediate Release is an amazing podcast all about PR and new media. Um, Shell Holtz and Neville Hobson do that show. Uh, Joe Jaffe, Mitch, Joel, Six Pixels of Separation. Um, and I recently, um, my, I mentioned my nephews were here. My, my nephew, Philip wanted to find out how to do more business on Craigslist. He's been doing something called trading. So what he does is he buys an iPod that's broken, fixes it, sells it, makes $100, buys a computer that you know there's something wrong with it cleans it off puts reinstalls the software sells it and makes $200 so he wanted to learn how to do more business on craigslist and we bought an ebook for $12 and it was fantastic and we discovered a whole new uh, revenue stream where you can actually find people who are looking for products on craigslist and then recommend them to a link on ebay to buy the product and sign up as an eBay affiliate so that you get a percentage of the sale if the product sold on eBay. So really, tons of are available. They're inexpensive. This was a $12 dollars ebook that we purchased. And um, there is another, an, uh, another category of, of the information guys. And, and really the best in this space is a company called Marketing Tips. The company was founded by a gentleman by the name of Corey Rudel. And sadly, Corey was killed in a terrible car crash about two years ago. But Derek Gell's done a great job continuing on the company, and they do some really incredible free seminars. They used to do one every weekend somewhere around the country. They're doing the the seminars less frequently today, but they do have a number of very valuable products. Um, They're they're definitely not free. They're uh, anywhere between $49 and $300, but you can find a specialty product for each of the different areas of internet marketing over at marketingtips.com. So I hope this helps give you a guide to some of the gurus and some of the ways to get free information. Next up, Ruben, Ruben Quinonez.
4: Hey, Jay, this is Ruben Quinones over in New York. I just wanted to call in and really thank you for your great content. And thanks for the shout-out in the last podcast for contributing to your top 10 tips of job hunting in a recession. I know that most of your audience are probably marketers, small business owners, I happen to be in a sales capacity, and it's because of you and, and other podcasters that I'm able to commute to work. That's how I listen to you and be able to receive all this great information. Since I really don't have time or uh, it's not my function to go to conferences or anything like that, it's been great to at least get a, a pulse on what's going on by listening to your show. And believe it or not, you've actually turned me on to Joseph Jaffe. Usually it would be the other way around since he's had a hundred and some odd shows, and I actually met him in a tweet up in New York, and I was actually mentioned you, and that's how I uh, got into his listening audience as well. One quick thing that I would maybe say your audience would be familiar with Twitter, there is something that... Joseph Jaffe actually showed me was a little application called OutTwit, which is a hybrid of Outlook and Twitter. He basically filters his keywords and he's able to get mail based on the key terms that are tweeted about. So I thought that was pretty cool. Maybe it's a, a new feature that your audience can uh, take advantage of. It goes directly to Outlook. So at my company, I, I know you give us a little, small little plug, is uh, Path Interactive. We're a small marketing agency up in New York for local search. It's www.pathinteractive.com. Thank you so much, Jay. Keep up the great work, and thanks for, uh, for all the great content. Thanks. Bye.
2: Hey, Ruben. It's my pleasure. And... Um, Ruben was referring to episode 32, where he contributed to 10 tips for job hunting in a recession. So if you know someone who's looking for work, it's not a great time to be doing that. And so please refer them to episode number 32 of the 10 Golden Rules podcast. And we give out some tips and some great sites that I, I wouldn't have been able to build as good a list as all of you contributed to that community And we had a great list of different resources, um, different websites to refer to for job hunting in a recession. Um, I'm I'm really glad we could turn you on to the Jaffe Juice. Thanks for mentioning OutTwit. That sounds like a neat application. I'll definitely check that out. And next up, let's get mellow and groovy. It's Don from the World Love Poem.
3: Hi, Jay. This is Don. I'm calling from theworldlovepoem.com. Again, that's the world lovepoem.com. Poem isn't poetry. Enjoy what you have to offer. It's, there's not too many out there who offers what you do and along the lines of podcasting, and I listen to it on the uh, crowded New York City subway system, and uh, it makes my commute much faster. I have one question. My question is, just in general, for someone who is starting up, what would be the first thing that you would recommend that should or could be done. Thanks again, and I enjoy your show. And again, this is Don from the WorldLovePoem.com. And uh, feel free to leave me a comment on my site if you like as well. Anyway, have a great one, and uh, I'm going to keep listening. Thanks, bye.
2: Hey, Don, the first thing I'd recommend is actually episode 37. I mentioned it off the top of the show. It was our last episode. And we prepared uh, slides and recorded the presentation I gave at the American Marketing Association. The presentation was called 10 Free or Low Cost Tools to Market in a Recession. And the video portion of the podcast is the slides from the presentation. So it's really just like being there at the American Marketing Association event. Some of the first approaches I'd recommend are Number one, optimize your website to generate free traffic from search engine optimization. And you guys who listen to the show know it's all about getting lots of words on your site that people are searching and building lots of links from other websites, linking to your website. Number two, you should create a free offer on your site. You want to start building a two-way relationship with the people who come to your site. So offering a free download, a free white paper, a free workbook, different things like that. And number three... Start building relationships in social media. What a great way to find friends and supporters through Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Maybe you want to even try a podcast like this one and build a community of listeners who take a lot of your free content and then develop a relationship with you. And perhaps you could do business down the road. And now the Rocket Matter joke of the week. Two men were sitting at a bar. The first one starts to insult the other one. He goes, I slept with your mother. The bar gets quiet, wondering what the other man's going to do. The first one is undeterred. He goes, I slept with your mother, even louder than he did before. Finally, the second guy speaks up. He says, Dad, you're drunk. Go home. This is Larry Port from RocketMatter.com with the joke of the week. Next up, a word from our sponsor.
4: Hi, my name is Ryan Gibson with TradersAccounting.com, and we use GoToMeeting for all of our tax and bookkeeping seminars or webinars, and we love the software. It's simple, easy to use. The program works great, and it's reasonably priced. Thank you.
2: What a neat concept. So an accounting firm is using GoToMeeting for their webinars and seminars the same way we do. But we're an internet company, so we would expect that. Um, you guys who listen to the show know that we're big fans of GoToMeeting over at 10 Golden Rules. We use it 15, 20 times a week. We're always running a GoToMeeting and meeting with our clients who are located all around the world. And we don't, we're we not tied to physical meetings and we're not tied to conference calls because we can actually show them our screen, show them our computer screen using GoToMeeting. And the webinar we're running on April 30th is going to be on the GoToWebinar software. It's a C- Citrix product, great product, and you can get a free trial, completely free for 45 days, by going to gotomeeting.com and use the code GOLDEN, G-O-L-D-E-N, and you'll get a 45-day free trial from GoToMeeting. I'd love to hear, if, you, if you're if you a fan of GoToMeeting, please call in, 206-888-6606 the way Ryan over at Traders Accounting did, and let us know how you are using the GoToMeeting software.
5: Hi, this is Michaela. A few months ago, I started using Google Chrome, Google's new web browser. I found it to be fast, easy to use, and visually appealing. As a daily Google Chrome user, naturally, I was excited to hear about Google Chrome with 3D. Users were prompted to download Google Chrome with 3D in order to bridge the gap between the 2D online world and the 3D real world. Google did a great job at making the page look legitimate by adding testimonials, screenshots of the browser, and photos of users wearing their 3D glasses. Maybe I was a little more gullible than most when I rushed to print out my glasses on April 1st, and I realized that you can't print lenses on April Fool's Day. Google's Fool resulted in a ton of downloads of the special version of Google Chrome on April 1st. As more and more people caught on to the joke, the news began to flood the blogosphere, Twitterverse, and increase Google's exposure worldwide.
6: Hi everybody, this is Michael. And do you want to attract the media's attention? Seth Godin posted a great article about his differences on publicity and PR. He explains that PR is the strategic crafting of your story, while publicity is the act of getting ink. When talking about public relations, publicity is only one tactic... To bringing attention to your company I want to share a list of tactics that I created Companies should be using to gain publicity and have the public buzzing about your product brand or service first media relations contact the media many reporters are now on Twitter and Facebook and this is how they prefer to be contacted present them with stories that way provide them with links to your ideas or press releases that you've written Make them aware of upcoming news conferences and press stores. Special events Host open houses, fundraises, tra- trade shows, ceremonies, contests, or stunts. Any speeches by VIPs at your location? Invo- invite local dignitaries and be sure to let your media outlet know of what's taking place and who is coming. Make sure you send letters to the editors. By sending them, by sending letters to your local newspapers for the op ed sections responding to the news items where you are an expert let them know you can be used as a resource for information about topics sponsorships try to get involved with your local sports team marketing association or chamber of commerce sponsor an event or a season then leverage this by making sure your sponsorship will be acknowledged on advertising materials press releases programs, uniforms, posters, or any other promotional material. You'd also want to try to donate to local charities. Even though a donation has to be very large to make the news, a consistent commitment to giving back to your community by supporting local charities will enhance your image. When you donate, ask for acknowledgment in newsletters plaques or other promotional materials and perhaps the most valuable recognition a link from their website to your website I hope these tactics will get you and your company in the news and picked up online
7: hi this is mark with a pay-per-click tip getting the most out of your ad space pay-per-click for search is some of the most targeted online advertising available The challenge with advertising on a search network, such as Google, is getting your message across in a very limited space. Pay-per-click ads, when served on search engine results pages, usually only allow you 25 characters of headline space and about 70 characters of ad copy space. Advertisers always want to get their entire sales pitch out there and could not imagine fitting it in such a small space. Forget about the sales pitch, and view the ad not as a selling stage but as a pre-qualifier for your sales funnel sell the visitor on the landing page not in the ad by pre-qualifying visitors those who do click on your ad will be more likely to complete an action on your site this will reduce your acquisition cost to make the most out of your ad space you should test the following items in your ads number one a value proposition for example free consultation or save 25 percent Number two, an endorsement from a third party. For example, A-plus rating in the Better Business Bureau. And number three, a call to action. For example, free trial or buy now. Once you get the type of visitor you're looking for from the ads, you can give them a detailed sales pitch on the landing page. Another way to fit important information in your ad is to use symbols and abbreviations. For example, using the ampersand symbol instead of the word and saves you two characters and symbols can catch the viewers and stand out on the search results page. The most important part of success with pay-per-click is testing, so give a few of these ideas a try.
1: Hi, this is Margie with a valuable trick. Backing up files is one of those things you don't always think about until it is too late. Lately, we've been looking for the ideal situation for 10 Golden Rules, but if you're just a computer owner who wants to back up your personal files, I've got a tip for a free and easy way to do it. For any files you want to store, use one of your web-based email accounts to send it to another. So let's say you have a Gmail and a Yahoo email account. Attach the file you want to save using your Gmail account and then send it to your Yahoo account. Now you've got the document in three places. On your machine, in your Gmail sent items, and in your Yahoo inbox. And since Yahoo has unlimited storage, there is plenty of room. I hope this simple and free solution saves you from the heartache
8: of lost files. Hi, this is Susan. I'm the type of person who does a lot of research on a certain product, restaurant, book or movie before I buy and I believe that consumer reviews are the most valuable information next to the actual product. Reviews allow new customers to ease into becoming more comfortable with the potential product or service they are considering investing in. There are many websites that allow you to add a review about your business and it's best to let your happy customers know about these sites so they can return the favor by writing up an honest review. For local businesses, I am a big fan of Yelp.com which has become popular with local restaurants but you can basically review any type of business under the blue sky. A great way for customers to leave testimonials for your business is to direct them straight to the review website, whether it is a link in a thank you email, confirmation page, or in a prominent area on your website. Other popular websites to view and write customer v- reviews are MerchantCircle.com, CitySearch.com, Google Maps (easiest if you already have a Google account), InsiderPages.com, Judy'sBook.com, Caboodle.com, and Angie'sList.com. Of course, it's best to take any review written with a grain of salt, since anyone can create reviews.
4: This is Tim Ferriss, author of The 4-Hour Workweek, and you
2: are listening to the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Perfect. Well, a big thank you to the team at 10 Golden Rules. That section is what we call live from the blog, and the team records some of the best blog content that they've been writing up on the 10 Golden Rules blog, which you can find With everything at 10goldenrules.com across the top, click on the link that says blog. Same place you can find our podcast, information about speaking, our newsletter, our press releases, etc. etc. Well, next up, let's hang out with Mr. Chris Brogan. We stole a few minutes with Chris at a great networking event, which I co organized with the very personable Ann Taylor. Ann, thank you again for doing it. What a great night we had meeting all the social media folks and internet marketers in austin texas the night prior to pubcon in uh, down in austin we met some great folks we had some great local food and i have more audio from that event for the next show but let's click it kick it off with mr chris brogan uh, live from austin texas So I'm here with Chris Brogan, and this is a little impromptu. Chris, great to see you, man.
9: Jay, I couldn't be any happier. I mean, you can't see it on audio, but we're smiling (laughs) like crazy fools.
2: We're at a geek dinner here in Austin, Texas before PubCon. And people are just rolling in. We got here a little bit early, but there's it, probably a lot of audio in the background.
9: Yeah, there's a, there's a decent crowd. There's about 200 people here. There's a, <laughs> I think I see the queen in the back of the room. <laughs>
2: the queen of Austin, Ann Taylor.
9: Ann Taylor, the queen of Austin. Yeah. So,
0: I thought this room was obviously <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
3: That's
2: lot it is. okay. That's good noise. Chris is, I'm going to try and do your bio real
0: quick. Oh
2: uh, <laughs> he's a social media god. He has 48,785 followers on Twitter. He's a very, very highly regarded blogger. He's a social media guru and an educator. Does that sum it up? Anything else you want to add, Chris? On his name tag, he put typist.
9: I always tell people I'm a typist.
2: You have a writing and copywriting background, right?
9: No. Well, yes. I mean, I started writing when I was five. I always wanted to write stories. And it's just one of those things where I was always the guy in a company that was the one who could explain to other people in the company what was going on. So I could explain to the software developers why, when they said what they said, the senior team would pull their hair out and scream. And I was always a go-between guy. So it's just something that I was doing naturally in all of my different corporate roles. And it just became how to do business communications with the new tools of the web. So I just,
2: I slid right into my ideal role. That's awesome. So let me go to Twitter first, because we're not going to have a lot of time. So I'm going to get right to the point. How do you get 48,000 followers? How do you follow them? Why does it matter? How do you write 12 Twitter posts a day? And why should people get into Twitter? And I think they have to.
9: So with Twitter... It's not the numbers to me that matter, but the reason I have such a number is because I'm always, I always have one goal all the time, be helpful. And I try not to talk about just me. I have sort of a rule where I try to do 14 to 1 or 20 to 1 of other people's stuff to my stuff. I think that if you are finding the good stuff, if you are sharing, if you're building relationships, that matters. Another reason I have a lot of followers is I actually respond to my followers. It turns out that a lot of the other quote names who are using Twitter don't reply back any one page of my Twitter stream, and you'll see about 80% of the time is a reply to somebody else engaging me. And I think that engagement, I mean, everybody just wants to be seen. I mean, there was that book, The Fifth Discipline by Peter Senge from the 90s. It was a business book. And the very first thing it started with is there's an African culture who, instead of saying hi, says, I see you. And that's their greeting. And what they mean by that is, I see you. I recognize that you're there. And so to me on Twitter, my magic power is being helpful and seeing the other people.
2: My might friend, Mitch Joel, who always says, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You know, it's like listening and engaging.
9: Yeah, it's really funny. I mean, that's one of those expressions that gets used all the time now. And, you know, everybody's grandmother said it. And so I'll just go with Mitch Joel's grandmother said it because I'm sure she's lovely. And it's true. I mean, if you listen to other people and you pay attention, that's the other thing I can do with, you know, over 50,000 people. How do you look around and see what they're all up to? And what you end up doing is you use search terms instead. So I use search.twitter.com more than I use the Twitter site because I'm searching on topics, conversations, etc. That's how I knew we had dinner going on tonight. I invited myself to your dinner because I saw you were going somewhere.
2: So the power of connectivity. What tools are you using? Are you using search.twitter or are you using TweetDeck? Or?
9: Both. I use search.twitter.com very extensively. I use TweetDeck as my tool I'm always searching a couple of three things at a time. There's a site called TweetGrid that allows you to search a lot of searches at one time as well. It's god-ugly. I tell them all the time, just please make better UI. And they said no. But it's a really good search tool, and it's a, it's a really powerful tool. So I think the magic trick to Twitter isn't figuring out what you should say. It's who you should follow, who you should listen to, and what you can derive from that. I get more than 60% of my business from Twitter.
2: And how does it happen? Because this is what everyone's trying to figure out. How do you really make money from social media? Why should you be Twittering? Like People think it's a waste of time.
9: It's a theory that I call cafe-shaped conversations. Almost exactly what we're doing. But the idea is... Instead of you know, We learned from the 1950s to the 2000s how to do mass marketing and mass communications to go along with mass production of information and, and product. So we learned how to blast everybody to death. What we lost was how business used to get done before the 1950s, which is one at a time and word of mouth and small. And so small is the new big, like that old Seth Godin book. It really is. Now there's an opportunity to get really tight with people of interest. So, I mean, if you're selling something... Think of how someone might be talking about it, and go on Facebook, go on Twitter, go on Google blog search, and see who's talking about it from their terms, not from what you wish they were looking at. And you can find opportunity just hand over hand there. I mean, all the time I'm seeing somebody talking about engaging in some kind of new presence. That's my business. If I'm looking at somebody who's looking at, you know, I'm looking for a good travel deal. I mean, hell, I wish I ran hotel businesses right now because I would love to help, you know, figure out the concierge business for the 2010 time frame.
2: You're here for a couple trade shows, PubCon, the old webmaster world, uh, started with a party in a pub and evolved to a conference, and then South by Southwest. What are you doing at PubCon? What's happening at South by?
9: So in PubCon, I got roped into two different really cool opportunities. Guy Kawasaki is doing the morning keynote on the first day, and I was asked to come and Guy asked if I would come and interview him and make it like a back and forth. I think that'll be a lot more dynamic and a lot more fun. At the new marketing summit that I ran last October that we've since named Inbound Marketing Summit, I interviewed Alan Scott, who is the CMO of Wall Street Journal, Dow Jones. That was really fun. He was really nice because he had a whole scripted presentation. And he said, "Do you think we can swap this out and I can just do an interview instead?" And I said, "Oh, this is my favorite." Yeah. So doing that with Guy will be awesome. And then the next day, uh, Rima vedo put together a, just a gaggle of weirdos to talk. So it's me and Leodin and I forget all the other people. Maybe you on a panel. And I said remo- I'm actually
2: doing social media and search tomorrow. Oh, so I'm trying to figure out what that is. So <laughs> Any the, ideas?
9: <laughs> no, I, you know, social media and search, huh? Well, I use Twitter more than I use Google now. What's that tell you? For
2: search. Yeah. And everyone's talking about the speed of Twitter search.
9: Yeah, well, I mean, with Twitter.
2: Google takes a couple days to index, right?
9: Yeah, and I can ask a question right away, and I get concierge info. You know, there's no robot in the world that's going to say to me, you don't really want to do what you're asking because
2: of this. But that's different. I mean, you You actually ask a question of your Twitter followers. I do, which is interesting because it's like you know Yahoo answers. It's a lot of that personalized to the Broganites, (laughs) well, yeah, if you will. But you mean you ask a question of Twitter all the time, as opposed to doing search.twitter.com.
9: Well, yes, and or as opposed to doing Google. So things I used to go to the well at Google for. If I said right now, what's the next digital camera I should buy? I would only ask Twitter. I would never ask Google. And it's the same with most of my purchasing decisions. Well, if you think about that, I'm a little ahead of the curve and I have a slightly different demographic. I have more people in my base. But, you know, we all ask our friends, right? I mean, we always ask our friends, you know, I'm thinking about buying a new jacket. Where should I go? Now, it used to be Google. Ah, There could be an upset there.
2: I'm glad I asked the question because I just got a new slide for my presentation. (laughs)
9: <laughs> Ooh, I like that.
2: What's happening at South By?
9: Oh, you know, South By is... I went here last year, and they always just call it, like, spring break for nerds, and it's true. I mean, I got... Like, as a business person, I got no real business right away at South By, but I got lots of long ball stuff that ended up being business, ended up being money and relationships. It's really a who's who of the, the nerds. It's really a who's who of who's doing thinking on the Internet. Uh, it's an opportunity to... Get a pulse on where everybody is and what they're talking about. Last year, it was different sort of theme. I'm interested to know what the theme ends up being. My guess is, if I had to guess, it would be location, it would be presence, and it would be, what the hell are we going to do now that we think Twitter is cool? You know, I mean, there's a Twitter competitor here in the room, Blello, which is almost worse than the word Twitter. And yet, you know, Erica O'Grady's happy with them, so who knows? Maybe they're the next thing.
2: Besides your huge Twitter following, you are a phenomenal blogger. You create really good content. It's long blogs. It's smart. It's intellectual. And it's factual. How do you write great blogs?
9: I always do the same thing I do with Twitter. I start with being helpful. I start with a good, solid lead. And I always start with some sort of sense of how can I give someone something to equip them as opposed to the opposite. You know, not how do I answer how my cat is feeling but instead how do i equip other people to do something with this information i'm giving them and that's really helped i've had a really good following i've had a really great upswell in numbers twitter helped that where people find me is twitter number two or stumble upon and it goes back and forth so i'm grateful for that i mean i have a higher rss subscriber base than i have actual in through the front door traffic so it means that i feel like i've got a loyal group The other thing I do that I think helps other people is I comment all the damn time. I comment back to their comments and I keep the conversation going. And that's why, you know, my posts will have 70 or 80 comments. And it's a great feeling to feel that engagement. And I got that from Liz Strauss. She taught me that at Successful Blogs.
2: We talked about this for a minute before, podcasting, and you said you thought it's coming back. Where do you think that's at?
9: So I'm saying that from a business perspective.
2: No, you don't have to convince anyone listening to this.
9: <laughs> Good. <I'm saying laughs> they, from get a, they get it. A business perspective, I say podcasting is back. And that's because there was a lot of flash around the signal last time. And I think that people were like, Woo, it's going to change the world. And I'm going to make a show. And Pepsi's going to sponsor my show. And I'm going to make 125 k And I'm never going to leave my house. I'm going to be in my underpants making radio. And it's not how it worked. But I think in 2005, John Furrier had the right model with PodTech. And what he did was he did marketing. He did, you know, I'm going to go to Intel, I'm going to sell them interviews, and I'm going to blow it out to as many people who care. And John had one big rule, make it useful. And so I learned stuff about Jonathan Schwartz, I learned stuff about what Intel was doing, and it changed my business, millions of dollars in purchasing decisions. Because I heard on one of these shows, on one of these podcasts, that Sun was going to change a chipset. And that that change was 80% difference in sale. And it saved my company $3 bucks. Same thing happened on the other side with Intel. They were going to change their chipset. So to me, there's a lot of opportunities to do business inside of that space. And I think that the media has become easier and easier to use. It's become more and more, let's not kid ourselves, it's still kind of hard to be a podcast consumer. But... Insofar as we're going to be getting the media out to the people, there's more and more ways to do that now, and I think it's really the right time to start looking at that as another distribution model for your business.
2: That's awesome. So because there's people streaming into the room, and we have to go be social butterflies now, one last question I ask everybody, two-parter. Part one, what are you using, what technologies are you using to make your personal use of the Internet easier or more fun? And second part, who are you following what blogs are you reading? Who do you not miss on Twitter and any podcasts you listen to?
9: Okay. So first with the technology, I thought I was going to hate iPhones. I didn't use an iPhone until last September. I was very late to the game. I can't live without it. I love the location apps. I love the way that it brings the web to my hand more often than not. I think that the other thing to follow is a trend is those netbooks. Asus came out and blew the world away with that EPC, and now everybody else is doing follow-up. And Dell is doing it with their digital nomad site. Uh, HP has a new netbook that's coming out next week or this. Uh, Apple is rumored to have a netbook in the queue, so everyone's juicing about that. Who do I follow? Uh, from the blog side, so in Twitter, the answer is easy. Om Malik, Tim O'Reilly, Kathy Sierra, Brian Clark. I think that there's a there's a whole abundance of people there that are just giving out really good wisdom. Tim Ferriss sometimes in blogging I don't miss Seth Godin I don't miss Brian Clark from Copyblogger Darren Rouse from Problogger those are kind of the names I guess you'd expect John Swanson who does Levite levite Levite.wordpress.com John's a a preacher who's doing sort of community and church and what I like is John it's not about church every time you go to his blog you always just come away feeling better and it's never about church so I don't miss John
2: this is a podcast I actually won the podcast of the week award recently on this show called Morning Coach, a guy named J.B. Glossinger. I've been loving J.B. because every morning he does 15 minutes of motivational stuff. It's kind of like the new Anthony Robbins, like a, a hipper Web 2.0 version. You know, you come away feeling pumped up. It's not stupid sort of motivational stuff. It's just good down-to-earth exercise and finance and getting yourself in order kind of stuff too. But very, very lowbrow. Anyways, that's one of mine.
9: <laughs> I'll give you one podcast, too. I like The Big Success Show. It's B-I-G-G-Success.com. And The Big Success Show is done by George and Mary Lynn out of the Midwest. And what I love about their show is I really thought they were a professionally produced radio show by a big professional company. I had no idea that it's former radio people. They're not dummies. Yeah. But, man, that show is just meant to be bought. And if I had money or if I were the guy representing a brand, I'd put money against that any day.
2: That's awesome. Well, Chris, thanks for doing this. Great to see you. And we'll enjoy the next couple days.
9: Couldn't be any happier, Jay. Thanks.
2: (laughs) What a great guy. I mean, Chris Brogan is Mr. Authentic, and he's just uh, doing a fantastic job pumping out his blog and his Twitter and his following. It's just uh, a lot of fun to to find out what makes him tick. Well, Chris, uh, Oh, uh, also, just huge kudos. You did a great job the next morning running the keynote with Guy Kawasaki and interviewing Guy. And really, uh, the two of you generated some great content and a lot of Twitter feeds. So we are calling this Internet Marketing Superstars Month on the podcast. We uh, spent some time with Mari Smith, Michael Stelzner on the last show, and uh, Mr. Chris Brogan on this one. Next up, Richard at Dell. Richard Binhammer is um, the social media guy from Dell Computers. And following that, Affiliate Superstar and Affiliate Summit co-founder, Sean Collins. So a couple great shows coming up. More really, really solid people, great people down to earth and really breaking it out in this internet marketing space. So if you want to make sure you don't miss these great guests, please subscribe to the show over at iTunes and let us know what you think. I'd love you to participate in this show and be on the next show as one of the callers. The phone line is 206-888-888. Six six zero six, And by the way, if you've called the show and we have not played your comment, let me know because uh, occasionally these get lost in translation, but when you call the, the uh, K7 line, that's the number I just gave you, 206-888-6606, I get an email with an MP3 file, so it's really easy for me to just plunk it on the show, but occasionally they get lost in the old email system. As Michael teased you off the top of the show, we have a really, really hot song uh, featuring Madonna, Pharrell, and Kanye West. And a really neat little rapper named Precise. So turn it up and dance out to a song called The Beat Goes On. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Where all oh, am I? Educated, underrated, grown, never related to anyone with water on the brain. Ain't no interfering with the earrings or what I'm wearing. Bittin' like sugar on a candy cane. Throwin' off seats and I'm deep with my peeps. Dance weekend, I even got a weekend name. Used it on the dude the DJ through a groove and now he wanna dance. Again, hmm, ah. Suit done turned into Cinderella, comes to glass, whippin' getting down, ah. He cute with his two-step shit set Talking about how he be working out Ah, uh, let's move Lucky for him Precise Only wanna dip pot Working to spin The beat pulling me in The needle on the record Let's dance Again Don't jump that like some ceiling
10: I want you, and I'm going to Tell you what I want to uh-huh. do to you Your girlfriend, she wants you Beautiful, just flew in from Perry, Louis Vu In a city that don't snooze Smooths amongst the who's who's And I use my cellar to get this one home Everything that feel good gotta be so wrong Give me room now I'm like a vampire under the full moon now And I don't know about you now But I think I wanna try something new now See what it do now And when you sat down, oh uh, Cause you was losing your breath now uh, Cause you be doing it to death now she be doing E to F now, what's left now? Mr. West now, can you get any more fresh now? I think I just did, just now, talking my shit, that's how. I'm a professional, I admit that, flashing lights so I live that. Fame is a drug, when I hit that, cause I know it's where to get that. Did you get that? Get down, BB, gotta get up off of your seat. Get down, BB, gotta get up off of your seat now. I know exactly where to get that Did you get that?
0: thinking. How can an internet podcast be so balling? Well, it's all because of the founder of 10 Golden Rules, Jay Brickwitz. Please send any questions or comments that you might have to jay at 10goldenrules.com or use our call in line 206-888-6606.
6: This podcast is produced with Gas Blaster.